While Emer is in silent mode, I'll be reading her blog post. Hi, I'm Rebecca Grimes. Guess who's back? Back again. Emer the mute. Yep, that's me. I'm back. My last blog post was the 20th of December 2017, so it's just over two years since I had surgery on my right vocal fold, which caused me to create this blog in the first place. If you followed the blog, you will understand that I was really scared the first time and spent nearly two months preparing for the operation, and more importantly, terrified of the prospect of being silent for days after it in order to recover. I had said I would blog my recovery, but as you can imagine, time kept ticking away. I kept talking away and writing about this fell by the wayside. So, why is the mute back, you ask? Well, because I have now had the surgery again, this time on the left vocal fold, and it was a very different experience. But first, let me bring you up to speed. Press rewind. After the operation, I had to return to the speech and language therapist, which for the purpose of this blog, I call Maura. We got on better the second time. She seemed to finally realize I'm not 10 and spoke to me like an adult. Although clearly not over our last meeting, Maura managed to get in a few digs. She had obviously looked up the Estill model this time and was keen to let me know her exercises were similar and just had a different name. All right, Maura. Cool your air breathing straws. I'm paying for you to help me not have a go on about how great your exercises are. The woman tried to reveal a glass of water as if she was pulling a rabbit out of a hat. But if that sort of performance is what gets her through her day, who am I to judge? She lectured me, I mean, tried to coach me to change my speech pattern to prevent the cyst appearing again. I'm sure you can guess how that worked out given the fact I'm blogging as a mute again. I should note that the consultant slash surgeon has told me on more than one occasion the type of cyst I have could come back, so we have no real way of knowing how they occur and have a bit of a habit of reappearing. Maura giving at large about preventing the cyst went a little like this. Now, I know it's strange, but this will prevent it happening again. Me, smiling and nodding in my head. Will it, Maura? Will it really? Try take a breath after every three words. We can work to change your pitch, rhythm and pace. You mean change everything about my voice that I know and love? Well, it's to prevent the cyst coming back. You try. Smiling and nodding. Okay, Maura, I'll try, but it feels very strange. She then got me to read a paragraph like that. That's when I knew not talking for two weeks had given me the patience of a saint. Then I did that thing drivers do when learning to drive. You know, when you're told 10 to 2 is where your hands must always be. You do it while the instructor's in the car and as soon as they leave, you have one hand on the wheel and the other on the gear stick. That. There was no way I was going to start speaking like a robot who was pausing every three words. If you know me, you'll know I like fast thinkers and talkers. Pausing is crucial to life, I get it, but if the sentence can be said quickly, then for the love of vocal folds, spit it out the return to some weeks later I returned to the wizard Mr. Consultant who once again put that scope up my nose I thought of Moira and if she was to use that scope thing how she'd present it given a glass of water and a straw brought her so much excitement and how I'd have to respond to Moira if she were to produce a scope like she was a magician I digress 
Mr. Consultant told me the operation was a massive success and healed extremely well. I could go back singing and using my voice as before, but to continue to be mindful of it. He did say that the chance of it coming back was a distinct possibility, but the minute I felt there was a problem, give him a call and we will sort it. Again, the man had me feeling confident and reassured. He could give more a few lessons in that department. And off I went on my merry way, the sound of music. Soon after the appointment with Mr. Consultant, I was keen to see if my full voice register had returned, so I went for a singing lesson. I will never forget that day. As I mentioned before, Nicola, my friend and singing coach, was the one who was hell-bent on me getting to a consultant to get scoped in the first place. So this was the day of truth. Piano on and we started to see where the voice would go and as if by magic, all of the notes were there. My full register was restored. It was pretty emotional. Nicola cried, so did I. She said she had felt partly responsible for the whole thing as she had been the one who gently... I use that term lightly, guided me to a consultant. So she felt as much invested in it being healed as I did. It had healed. I had a go on the Estill voice application and it showed I finally had full closure of my vocal folds and on this whole problem. But there was something missing. I had lost the joy of singing. I was back in my head and not enjoying the sound, so I made a promise to myself that I was going to just sing for the sake of singing and forget preparing audition pieces. But without that focus, much like the blog, singing fell by the wayside. To be fair, I had a busy year and just kept ploughing ahead with work, and so the singing focus was not priority. I will say that the months that followed the operation, I never lost my voice again. There was one time I had a cold and sore throat, but I didn't have that fear that my voice would disappear. I knew it was strong and would return to full volume as soon as the cold was gone. I bought a vocal steamer and started to look after my voice more. I also became one of those people we all hate. If there was the faint sound of tiredness from anyone's voice, I would wax lyrical about how to look after it. I pretty much became the Captain Killjoy of voice care, taking out one box of vocal zones at a time. I refrained from being the one to roar and shout out encouragement from the sidelines and the wings. I learned how to clap louder instead. If I found myself pushing my voice when working, I'd stop. I wasn't a vocal saint, but I was certainly better behaved than I had been before. I tried to stay away from loud places, i.e. noisy pubs and clubs. You know, the type of place where the music is pumping and everyone is trying to be heard over the noise and I tried to stay clear of smoking areas. Basically, I tried to stay away from Bison Bar, but almost every night at the theatre ending there, it was a challenge, and there was only so long I could remain unsociable. Thankfully, I have fabulous friends who understand all of this. One of those friends is lending me her voice for the podcast version of this blog post. Rebecca Grimes, one of my beautiful pigs. A woman whose voice I get to listen to daily in WhatsApp messages. Thank you, my beautiful friend, for everything. Terms and conditions apply. I'll be silenced for two weeks. So I need to get all my talking out now. Visit www.silenceoftheshadowbox.com for more information.